Where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. God has given us unlimited treasures in his word. Every time we open it, we can discover a new treasure or admire an old one. What will we find today? Let's dig in. Here's Carla Early with Treasure Hunt in the Word. Yesterday, I said I read two things about wicked King Ahab that surprised me. One was in 1 Kings 20 when Ahab believed and obeyed God in a crisis. The second one is in chapter 21. Ahab wanted Naboth's vineyard next to the palace to make it into a vegetable garden. He offered to pay Naboth or give him an even better vineyard for it. Naboth had grown up working on that vineyard, as had his father and grandfather on back, probably since Joshua brought the people into the land. He hadn't asked for Ahab's palace next door, and he wasn't about to give up his legal property, the land of his inheritance and what should be his son's inheritance, to the wicked king. While Ahab sulked over this rejection, his evil wife Jezebel found out what happened and crafted a plan, using Ahab's seal and authority to kill Naboth and his sons, so Ahab could get what he wanted. The plot worked. Jezebel gave Ahab the news of Naboth's death, without questioning how it happened, because Ahab didn't seem to care. Ahab instantly stopped sulking and went off to take possession of the land. At this point, God had had it with Ahab and Jezebel. He sent Elijah to him with judgment. Elijah confronted Ahab with God's words. So you murdered Naboth and took possession of his vineyard. In the place where dogs lick the blood of Naboth, dogs will lick your blood, yes, yours. You have sold yourself to do evil in the sight of the Lord. I will cut off every male from your house so that it will be like the house of Jeroboam and like the house of Baasha, because you have provoked me to anger and made Israel sin. The dogs will eat Jezebel by the wall of Jezreel. So God's judgment included Ahab and Jezebel's death, and a gruesome death at that. The thought of death is bad enough for someone who doesn't know the Lord, but a death that involves dogs licking your blood would be horrifying, especially for a king who expects to be greatly mourned and have a funeral with all the pomp and ceremony that such a solemn occasion requires. This was judgment on both Ahab and Jezebel. Many times when God declares judgment, he's still trying to get people's attention. He reaches out to them over and over, and announcing the consequences of their continual rebellion somehow gets their attention. Their response to this sometimes triggers God's mercy. Like when Jonah announced to Nineveh, 40 days from now, Nineveh will be destroyed. The people believed from the king on down and fasted and mourned, hoping God would relent and not destroy them. And he did. We don't know how Jezebel reacted when she heard God's judgment, though I can imagine her haughtily turning up her nose and saying, you just try it before stomping away. But this is where Ahab surprises me. Instead of following along with his wife, as he usually did, or getting angry and sullen as he had before when he'd been rebuked. Ahab took to heart what God had said. He tore his clothes, put on sackcloth, fasted, and went around mourning. Lest you think, oh, that was just for show, he didn't really mean it. God who sees hearts knew he did. And God told Elijah, because he has humbled himself before me, I will not bring calamity in his days. 
In the days of his son, I will bring calamity on his house. God had mercy on Ahab. He died in battle three years later and was buried as a king. Jezebel, however, got thrown out of a window by her eunuchs and trampled by horses and eaten by dogs. What a difference a little humility makes. Whether it's humility before God in our hearts or humility before our friends, family, and co-workers, a little sincere humility goes a long way. Admitting failures and mistakes, apologizing instead of defending ourselves, passing praise on to God and handling people with love and kindness really can change attitudes and hearts, producing mercy and graciousness in others, even in the Lord. He's always looking for ways to show us mercy and grace. Consequences may not disappear entirely, but they may be softened or postponed, or our attitude might be changed toward them. Who knows what God can do with a little humility? You can contact us at treasurehuntintheword at gmail.com. We'd love to hear the treasures God has given you through his word. You can listen to other episodes at our website, which you can find in the description below. Thanks for listening, and remember, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Thank you.